Welcome to Pivot Point of View. This is Becky Pearson, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you health and wellness tips for you and the horse you rode in on. Good morning, everyone. It is a cool, brisk morning in central Nebraska, and so I thought this was a great time to sit down and do a podcast about our latest project here at Pearson Physical Therapy and Pivot Point Equine. So today we're going to talk about a subject that is kind of embarrassing, a subject that most people don't want to talk about. If they do talk about it, it's usually in a joking manner. Um, Quite honestly, I'm a barrel racer and a lot of my friends that are my age or older, we laugh and we say, oh, we just know we made a great run because we kind of peed ourselves as we did that. So anyways, as, as funny as that is, we chuckle about it. It really is not very fun to experience. It is great to have a thrill of making a great run that does make you do that, but let's all be serious. We want to make a great run without wetting ourselves. So first, let's talk a little bit about why that happens. We get to where we have some leakage because our pelvic floor is weak. And our pelvic floor is nothing real magical. It is just a bunch of muscles that run from your tailbone to your pubic bone. And essentially it holds all your abdominal contents in. And it's not just a female issue. It can be an issue for men as well. And it can also happen uh, with men, like if they have to go in for prostate surgery, uh, urinary incontinence can be a huge issue for that as well. In women, we tend to notice it after we've had children or as we're getting closer to menopause, it can become quite an issue. And some signs that you do have a weak pelvic floor, you know, maybe you leak a little bit when you cough or sneeze or laugh or run or, you know, heaven forbid you jump on the trampoline with your kids, that all can be a sign that you have a weak pelvic floor. Or if you don't quite make it to the bathroom in time, Uh, you know, if you had a good, strong pelvic floor, you should be able to make it. So those are the, just a couple signs that your pelvic floor is weak. So you think, well, what can I do about it? It's just like, I'm just getting old and that's just part of getting old, right? No, there are some things that you can do. And we're going to talk briefly about that, give you some simple things to try. Then we're also going to visit about the new program that we have launched on our Pivot Point Teachable site, and that is kicking incontinence. The first thing I want to do is have you become aware of your pelvic floor. So some people are totally clueless, if you'd say, about control of their pelvic floor. So if you're in your car listening to this, or you're out in the barn, or you are um, working out, you can actually uh, do this anywhere, anytime. But try to contract your pelvic floor as if you were trying to stop the flow of urine. So I don't encourage people to do this while they're going to the bathroom. But if you're really having a hard time finding the pelvic floor, uh, you can try to do that. But don't get in the habit of trying to stop the flow of urine frequently because then that can lead to more bladder infections and things like that. But anyways, you can go ahead and try to contract the pelvic floor. Basically, you're kind of lifting up and in with your pelvic floor and holding that. That is what we call a Kegel exercise. 
And so kegels can be done either in quick contractions or endurance contractions. So a quick contraction, we're just going to lift and hold that up for two seconds, relax two seconds, and then do it again. People wonder, well, how many of these should I do? If I do five of these, is this good enough? No, you should be doing like 30 to 80 of these a day. So you need to get into a habit of when do you do it? Maybe you do it while you're brushing your teeth, or maybe you do it while you're standing in line at the grocery store, or driving to work, or, you know, whatever it is that is a trigger for you. Like every time you take medication, maybe you do a pelvic floor contraction. Um, So it's really easy to incorporate in your daily life, but it's also really easy not to do. It's easy to forget about it. So it's best if we can make it a habit. Um, So that's a quick contraction. Then the other thing you can do is an endurance contraction. And so an endurance contraction is the same thing. You're going to lift that pelvic floor and you're going to hold it for up to 10 seconds. Okay. So 10 seconds when you're holding your pelvic floor, honestly, seems like a really long time. Um, If you have a hard time holding it for 10 seconds, then just try to hold it for five or hold it as long as you can and then relax. And you want to relax for about 10 seconds. Okay. So basically quick contraction, you're going to lift and hold for two seconds An endurance contraction. You're going to lift and hold for 10 seconds. Okay. So I'm going to like count to 10. And what I want you to do is go ahead and lift and hold and one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, 1,000, four, 1,000, five, 1,000, six, 1,000, seven, 1,000, eight, 1,000, nine, 1,010, and then relax. That's how long you need to hold an endurance contraction. Quite honestly, if that was difficult for you, which it was for me, you do need to really work on this. So give it a try. Try to use this in your daily life. And if it still feels like you're having issues with it, go over to our website. If uh, if you can't remember our teachable website address, um, you can go to our pivotpointequine.com, click on classes, and there'll be an online classes tab, and you can find the incontinence course. It'll take you right to our teachable site where we have our solid in the saddle program for back pain and core and posture strengthening. And then we're going to add in the incontinence side of things. So basically, if if you need more help, that is a great way to go get it. We're going to have wonderful video on there of uh, pelvic brace, how to exercise the accessory muscles to the pelvic floor, it's going to give you written handouts as to how to do these if so you don't always have to pull up the video of me talking and then we're also going to include uh, bonus content which is bladder irritants and so there are certain things that you drink and eat that can irritate your bladder more and can cause more issues with the uh, incontinence so anyways check it out i um, hope everybody gets some good out of this. Uh, if you have any questions, as always, you can reach out to us either at Pearson Physical Therapy or Pivot Point Equine. We have Facebook pages for both of those businesses. and um, Or you can reach out to me, Becky Pearson. I'm on Facebook and um, I'd be more than happy to help you out. We also, with 
both are solid in the saddle program, which helps manage back pain and the incontinence program. We do offer one-on-one coaching with me, which does go with the price of the program. So if you're running into any problems with either of those programs and you need to talk to somebody about it, I'd be more than happy to visit with you. We can do a video consult. Doesn't matter where you are in the world. We'll figure out how we can get it done, whether it's through Zoom or Skype or, you know, a a FaceTime type of a chat because I don't want you to be frustrated with this. I want this to be helpful for you. So anyways, I hope you all have a great day and we hope we can kick incontinence and stay solid in the saddle. Thanks. Hey, thanks for joining us. If you have any more questions about what we talked about today, feel free to reach out to us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Pearson Physical Therapy or Pivot Point Equine. We're also on Instagram. So reach out, give us a direct message, and we'd be happy to get back to you. Also, if you loved what you heard, and give us a five-star rating uh, that helps others find us. And if you're not going to give us a five-star rating, well, just move on. Thank you very much. (music) 